the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty and truth. This is the new Freedom 1570. KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. President Trump is hoping for the best when it comes to North Korea and the possibility of missile testing. North Korea has sparked speculation about rockets by saying it would send a Christmas gift to the United States. Pyongyang threatened to take unspecified action if sanctions are not eased by the end of the year. Asked about what that Christmas gift might be, President Trump took an optimistic approach. He said North Korean leader Kim Jong-un may be planning to give him what he calls a nice present, such as a beautiful vase for Christmas, rather than a missile launch. Greg Clugston, Washington. In Lakeland, Florida, three adults were killed in an apparent murder-suicide on Christmas Eve while four young children were inside the home. Lakeland Police Captain Ed Kane spoke to WFTS-TV. We do not have uh, a whole lot of information uh, regarding the identity of the individuals involved in this incident. That's still... uh, Obviously, information that we're trying to develop. The children were safely removed from the home. Also at townhall.com, three top Christian leaders, including Pope Francis, have issued an extraordinary Christmas appeal to the leaders of South Sudan to keep their promise on peace six years after civil war broke out. This was an, an unusual direct message to South Sudan. It was not part of his Urbi ad Orbi message uh, from the papal balcony, but he uh, gave a joint message along with two other religious leaders from the West, the Archbishop of Canterbury and the former moderator of the Church of Scotland, writing to uh, the warring leaders in South Sudan, urging them to come together in reconciliation and form a, a unity government next year. The BBC's Mark Lowen Wall Street ended nearly flat Tuesday in a shortened trading session before closing for Christmas Day. The U.S. markets reopened on Thursday. Recession fears faded after the Fed has cut interest rates three times. The central bank appears to set to keep them there for a long time. More on these stories at townhall.com. Hi, this is Rhett Rasmussen of besthotgrill.com. Just because it's cold outside, it doesn't mean you need to stop grilling, not if you've got the right grill, and that would be a Solaire infrared grill. Solaire infrared grills perform equally well in the cold of winter as in the heat of summer. Just like you feel warm from the sun when you step out of the shadows, the Solaire infrared burners heat your food directly, not the air around the food like conventional grills do. The intense heat also results in the juiciest food you will ever taste from a grill, gas, charcoal, or otherwise. To get the great taste, it's all about the heat. And Solaire Infrared from BestHotGrill.com gets hotter than anything you've ever experienced. Try it yourself with the Solaire Demo Program. Solaire is truly the last grill you'll ever buy. Learn more about these amazing USA-made grills at BestHotGrill.com. That's BestHotGrill.com. BestHotGrill.com. Merry Christmas from all of us here at Freedom 1570. Pleasure to have you joining us. You know, if you're looking for great Christmas music, you know, you can find it at thefishtwincities.com. All your favorite songs, safe for the whole family, brought to you by Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge, perfect for uh, the festivities today. Not that I want you to tune away from Freedom 1570, but you get it. Forecast uh, for this Christmas Day, clouds could see a little drizzle and a high in the upper 30s. Uh, Same thing tonight with a low in the mid-30s. Christmas is a special time of year, but the joy of giving, the warmth of a cup of hot chocolate, and the blessings of family and friends. Tis the season to be merry, and we want to thank you for spending just a little time with us. We couldn't do what we do without your support. We truly appreciate it. Merry Christmas. Freedom 1570. Hi, this is Scott from the Kingdom Builders. I had the privilege of living in Central Asia for a number of years, and the word for roof is krisha in that country, and it has a meaning more than just the roof over your heads, but it has an understanding of physical protection. Who is your roof? Who is your protection? 
It also means someone watching out for you or over you. Here at the Kingdom Builders, we want to be providing a quality product, a quality roof for your family or for your business. But more important than that is to communicate that the Lord Jesus is our ultimate protection. He is the one that has paid the penalty for our sins so that we might know eternal life in him. So if we at the Kingdom Builders can provide for you a Cresha, a roof for your home, or share with you more about our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, who is our ultimate covering and protection, give us a call at 612-900-9166 or visit us on the web at thekingdombuilders.net. That's thekingdombuilders.net. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, Mr. Black, and let me wish you a Merry Christmas. Today is the day that we celebrate Christmas, and that's what actually today's radio show is going to be called, Christmas. Because, ladies and gentlemen, it is hard to even celebrate Christmas in today's world. There is a war on Christmas, let's be honest. And so I figured if you're listening to this radio show on Christmas, you must be a diehard fan of Mr. Black and the radio show. Uh, And so today we're going to talk about Christmas. If you think about the word etymologically, you know, Christ mass, Christ must, um, it's more Christ, right? No mas is no more, right? Una mas, one more. So Christmas is more Christ. And there is a war on Christmas. Matter of fact, uh, I remember seeing the other day comedian Whitney Cummings. She was on The Tonight Show or one of those uh, late night comedy shows. And she was telling a story that she got in trouble with HR. She said she was in doing something and some uh, intern was helping her and she uh, was done helping her. She she walked out the door. She just wished this person uh, a Merry Christmas. This was a year ago. And then a few months later, uh, Whitney came back to wherever she was and uh, HR wanted to see her. And uh, she had a complaint filed against her because she wished an intern Merry Christmas. I want to address this today uh, because there is a war going on. Uh, but it's not just a war on Christmas. It's a war on Christians. There's, we live in a very anti-Christian world. We live in a very anti-Semitic, uh, right? I mean, you can't be me. You can't fat shame anybody. You can't... Uh, uh, what is it called, uh, a slut shame anybody. Uh, you can't shame anybody for anything except for three things. You can shame them for being a Christian, you can shame them for being a Jew, and you can shame them for being a Trump supporter. Outside of that, uh, everything else, uh, you got to leave people alone or you will be attacked yourself. As a matter of fact, I, was, uh, I saw this great piece. It's like a four-minute piece. I want to play the whole thing for you because I think it sets the standard for today's show. It was by Pete Hegseth on uh, Fox and Friends. He's a Fox News uh, uh, guy. And then Lori Cordoza Moore, who's uh, said to be a a Christian leader. And so let's go ahead and play that uh, four-minute, 12-second clip for him. Christmas, we remember the real reason for the season, the birth of Jesus Christ. In recent years, though, some are questioning how he would be treated in modern times, with some activists suggesting that Jesus was actually Palestinian, not some, many. But our next guest counters, if Jesus was alive today, he'd be called a Jewish settler and banned from entering Bethlehem. Joining us now is evangelical leader and theologian, Lori Cordoza Moore. Lori, thank you so much for being here this morning. Um, We're going to talk a little bit at the end about the special I just did about Bethlehem on Fox Nation. And when I was there in Bethlehem, many people, leaders and regular folks came, when we asked them, said, we believe Jesus was a Palestinian. What do you say to them? I say, what Bible are you reading from? This is a frightening trend that's happening. And of course, we see it with a lot of Christian leaders who go to Bethlehem, who go to the Christ at the checkpoint, who go to the Bible Bethlehem College. They're fed this false narrative. This is unbiblical. It's actually heretical. 
And for these leaders and Christian theologians who call themselves Christian theologians to state that they're Palestinians, there is no place in the Bible, Pete, where anybody can substantiate well, no, I mean, such an outrageous position. If you read the Bible, you know, you know Jesus' parents were Jewish. They were from Judea. They went to the temple. I mean, the whole, the whole story is one, uh, is a Jewish story. Yet what is the reason? Why are people trying to rewrite the narrative and say, no, 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 no including people like Linda Sarsour saying Jesus was a Palestinian. I mean, we've heard other political leaders talk about that. Why? This is the anti-Semitic movement that we have seen rising around the globe. This is an opportunity for these false prophets, these heretics, to preach a false gospel message, to deny Israel its right to that land. If you go through the scriptures, even the prophets foretold that that the Messiah would come out of Bethlehem, out of the Judean hills. And unfortunately, there's way too many Christian leaders who were espousing this. I just saw a video somebody sent to me of a Christian, an Orthodox Christian in Bethlehem, covered his face and his voice so no one would recognize him. And he's pleading with Christians, help us. We're being overrun by the Palestinian Time and time again, when I was there filming this special, again, it's Battle in Bethlehem on Fox Nation. Uh, we talked to a church there, the, the Baptist Church of Bethlehem, uh, practicing uh, faith-filled Christian church that told, you know, that said they've been attacked dozens of times. We tried to talk to Christians to come on camera. They would not come on camera yeah. to talk to us because the Palestinian authorities or, and others, uh, w- they, they were in fear of their life. Well, I commend you for doing this film because this is an important conversation to have. There is re- there are red signs posted outside of Bethlehem or any of the area, the P- Palestinian-controlled area, warning Jews, you cannot enter here. If Jesus were here today, he would not be able to go in there because they would try to, uh, to crucify him again. No, this is outrageous that this is going on. We did a film similar to what you've done communicating this and showing people mm-hmm. these Christians will not go on camera to tell, but they'll they'll hide their identity, they'll hide their face and their voice, and then plead with Christians to come yes. and help them. This is not truth. This is not based on biblical truth. We have to be careful. Pastors who, who are replacement theologists who are, pro, who are promoting or teaching this false narrative, it is outrageous that you they get it. away with uh, it. And they wonder why people are leaving their churches. We don't have time to talk about replacement theology, but Look it up. That is the baseline for all of this. Yeah. 50 years ago, 90% of Bethlehem was yeah. Christian. Today, some say less yeah. than 10%. Some say less than that uh, even. Is 80% it crisis? of blood. Absolutely, yeah. in Bethlehem. Eight. Lori, thank you so much for your time. And again, on Fox Nation, you want something to watch over Christmas? Take a look at Battle in Bethlehem. We take you to the birthplace of Jesus and the reality of the fight ongoing over preserving Christianity, that faith, uh, where that manger scene lay. See, it's stunning. And that's what I want to talk about today. So what is the, the battle and why is this going on and what is the answer? And by the way, it's huge. And if you call yourself a follower of Jesus Christ and you don't see it, then you're in a battle that you're most likely losing. I mean, look at, I, I mean, the only time our elected officials use religion, right, uh, is when they want to use it against us, right? Remember a couple weeks ago that uh, a news reporter asked uh, uh, asked Nancy Pelosi if she hated the president, and she came unglued. It's always interesting when we're, when we're defending ourselves from not being hateful as we spew hate. It's always interesting, uh, the dichotomy there. Uh, but she came unglued. She said, uh, 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 I'm a proud Catholic, uh, and uh, uh, I was told never to hate, never to hate. You can call it whatever you want, but there's no doubt. And, you know, it's funny that she will invoke her Catholicism. Uh, when it has to do with something uh, that she believes in, like impeaching the president, like hating the president. And she does hate the president. It's very clear. Just read her, look at her things. She calls him an imposter, calls him fake, calls him a, a Russian agent, uh, says he has treasonous, uh, is spite and vinegar out of her mouth whenever she talks about him. But no, she wanted to claim her, um, her, uh, her faith at that point. I should say religion. Her religion is Catholicism. But, you know, the Catholic Church is against abortion. And I wonder if anybody ever bring up one of some of these abortion votes when she asks, what about your Catholic faith? You know, ladies and gentlemen, you got to know what's going on. Uh, there was just an article in Christianity Today where the, the uh, editor of Christianity Today said that Trump needs to be thrown out. Now, i got to tell you, as a devout Christian, I can't tell you how many years it's been, if ever, uh, I've ever read Christianity Today. 
And we're going to talk about on this show, this is not something new. This is actually history repeating itself. We're actually coming full circle, full cycle, if you think about it. And I'm going to lay that out for you today on, on Like It Matters Radio. Because this is radio that's to be educational, inspirational, applicational. And unless you know, how are you going to do something about it? And knowledge is the key. And I'm talking about now knowledge, not in the world stuff, but knowledge in the Word of God. Do you know the Christmas story? Do you know the reason for the season? Do you know why we call it Christmas? Do you know why Jesus came incarnate in the first place? Because he is the Lamb of God. But he's also going to be returning as the Lion of Judah. I am Mr. Black. We're talking about Christmas on Christmas. We'll be back in three minutes. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Hear what this human resource manager says about the impact of Leadership Awakening on her life. With uh, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, it changed my culture to say, okay, I have to set the example. I know I am the manager, but sometimes I have failed up until now to really deliver my word. So those things changed the very first day I came back. And it's just absolutely fascinating. So of course they are looking at me like, what happened to you? And on a personal point of view, so many things have happened since I got home. It's almost a miracle. It's not almost. It is a miracle. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. On January 10th, they convicted an innocent man. Michael B. Jordan. Your life is still meaningful, and I'm going to do everything possible to keep them from taking it. Academy Award winner Jamie Foxx. You don't know what it is down here when you're guilty from the moment you're born. And Academy Award winner Brie Larson. I don't want my son growing up knowing that his mom stopped doing what was right just because she was scared. You ain't quitting, is you? No, sir. Just Mercy, Hitty PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now playing in select theaters. Everywhere January 10th. Directed by Destin Daniel Cretton. You work hard for your money, so make sure your money is working hard for you. Business 1440 brings you financial advice from pros like Dave Ramsey, Bill Gunderson, and the Twin Cities' own Online Trading Academy. Investing for Success and the King Banyan Show. Get real-time market updates, real estate tactics, and tips on investing and saving. Business 1440 will keep more of that hard-earned cash in your pocket. Listen live at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. And again, you can call me Mr. Black. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. I hope you're enjoying your Christmas day. Most people probably uh, already opened most of their gifts uh, going to family events. And so I just got uh, two questions for you. One, uh, have you remembered Christ in Christmas? And two, what'd you get the black man? I mean, what'd you get me? Did you mail it to me? Have I opened it yet? Do I know what I got? <laughs> Remember, it's okay to send your radio host Christmas gifts. And today we're talking about Christmas, and I figure if you're listening to the show, you're a diehard fan, you're a Christian, you're someone who knows me and follows me, and you know my my values and my belief in God. And so I want to talk about this thing, Christmas, because there is a war on Christmas. Uh, it's stunning. 
Uh, and unless you know the Word of God, unless it is your uh, uh, um, a light, your beacon in this dark world, you will be confused. You will be confused. You know, I saw this article uh, from Chris, uh, Chris uh, Cuomo. Says that Trump makes a mockery of Christianity, doesn't practice humanity. See, it's interesting, but he can go on here and accuse Trump. He says he's mean, and he says he uh, attacks uh, uh, people in wheelchairs. And he, first of all, I want you to know, uh, I am not an apologist for Donald Trump. Uh, Donald Trump's like every other human being. He's a flawed man. He's a broken man. Uh, and I wish Donald Trump wouldn't say some of the things he does. But I also got to realize that I know what it's like to be under attack. Do you know what it's like uh, to be under attack from everything you do, from everyone around you, to not know who's on your side, who's against you, who's spying on you, uh, to know that the full force of the government is working against you, that people are spying on you, uh, that there are people working to destroy you, to trash you? Uh, I mean, I'm not justifying anything he's doing. But I do step, uh, uh, walk a mile in someone else's moccasins. That's what God tells us to do. Uh, and man, in his situation where everybody's constantly attacking you, where you have nowhere to turn, uh, it's a small little box you live in. And uh, again, I'm not justifying anything he does, but we all fall short of the glory of God. Uh, and that's what I want to talk about today. You know, you got these people, Chris Cuomo, who's, again, who attacks religious people, who makes a mockery of anybody who calls themselves a Christian. Uh, who is pro-abortion, pro-gay rights, pro-actually infanticide. Uh, he believes in New York that even if a, a botched abortion, a baby comes out alive, you have the right to kill that. And it's not really killing him. You're just, it wasn't supposed to be aborted anyways. But these are the people that are now preaching uh, to us that Donald Trump uh, is not a, a, a good Christian. Yet Why are you Christians following him? You might want to look up a guy by the name of Cyrus. wasn't a Christian either. Alexander the Great, not a Christian either. The Babylonians, not Christians. And Nebuchadnezzar, they were used a lot of times by God. God put everyone in authority. And so you need to have a guiding light, uh, a safe travel in a troubling harbor. Matter of fact, I remember the story I heard a while ago. Uh, it was about sailing in a certain Italian harbor and how dangerous it was, hazardous it was, because it's windy and there's rocks everywhere, and it's just a really hazardous uh, harbor to guide through. And so to avoid a wreck, ships align themselves perfectly with three lights. What they do is they put these poles in these rock, jagged rock formations that were uh, spinning around, or I should say uh, curving around, if you were. They were like a swirling. Uh, and what they would have to do is they would, the ship would want to line up those three lights. And once the three lights became one, that's the pathway. And so they would align these three lights. And when the captain see the three lights line up as only one, he then can safely proceed up that narrow channel. And I really equate that to today's time that we're living in, that there is an attack. There's a war uh, on Christianity. There's a war uh, on Jews. There's a war on Trump supporters. Uh, we live in a very anti-Christian, anti-Semitic, uh, anti-Trump time. Uh, you, you can't pray in the name of Jesus. Go do it in a, in, in somewhere. You can't quote scripture or you're, you, you're a hate monger. And these are the same people that are now challenging us about our faith. How could you support a flawed man? Well, it's easy because every man is flawed. There was only one perfect, only Jesus Christ. Period. And God says we, he requires perfection. God is not a respecter of persons. God doesn't put one man above another man. He says it's all the same. Either we're his children or we're the devil's children. We're all his creation. But even when Jesus walked this planet, he said, told people that your father's the devil. He's the father of lies. He's a murderer. And so, boy, when we're listening to people like Nancy Pelosi and Chris Cuomo, who are, you know, their, their religion uh, is only used to butcher people. And by the way, this is full circle. All you got to do is go back in history. And you got to see what happened with the, with the Roman Empire. Remember, Roman, Rome was an empire. And uh, basically, the Romans, uh, they say, killed Jesus. I think God killed Jesus for a purpose. 
But you could blame the Jews, you could blame the Romans, you could blame all kinds of people. But it was God's will. Jesus said, no one takes my life. I freely give it. I lay it down. And the old saying is, boy, if the devil can't beat the church, he'll just join the church. And again, not sure if it was Constantine who did it. Uh, Constantine gets a lot of credit for it. But Constantine the Great supposedly uh, made Christianity the main religion. But uh, you can read in the on, online where first Constantine the Great did not make Christianity the main religion of the Roman Empire at the t- time during his reign. Christianity became the official state religion in 392 CE under Theodosius. Now, Christianity was set up as an equal religion with sun worship by Constantine. By, and then I have another sign that says it was actually 381 where Christianity was made the state religion of the Roman Empire. And from that came Catholicism. But you got to know that all that stuff, whether you're talking about Catholicism or Mormonism or Islam or uh, Judaism, they're all religions. And what a religion is, is man's attempt to be good enough for God. Uh, you got to go back to Genesis 10. Nimrod. I bet you've never met a single person named Nimrod, have you? Of course not. Because he was the father of all religion. God actually scorned that name just like he did the name of Judas. Because he was the first leader of Babylon. He was a great man, like Samson. And he was so ticked off at God for destroying the world uh, in the flood that they were going to build a Tower of Babel, or it should be actually Babel, it's actually the proper pronunciation. Babel, the Tower of Babel. And, uh, and what that was is that was he, they were going to build up to the heavens so that, so that uh, Nimrod could speak to God and tell him how displeased he was with God's choices. Sounds any different today? We got someone running for, uh, running for president who, 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 Pete Boot Edge Edge, who is married as a, to a man, uh, and believe that, you know, so, and again, whatever your beliefs are, please hear this. I do not believe that it is our job to get between man uh, and God, especially when you're dealing with sin. Don't, I don't need to get in between people and their sin. That's God's job. We're all sinners. And sleeping with someone of the same sex to God is no different than sleeping with someone of the opposite sex that you're out not married to. God says a sin is a sin, and to God they all are the same. He requires perfection. He says if you've broken one of my commandments, you've broken them all. That's what he says. And so God does not see a lie any different than he sees murder. Now, there are different consequences on this planet. I want to make sure you hear that. But to God, he says, I require perfection. If you've broken one of my commandments, you have broken them all. That's what he believes. It's, and the, all that matters is what God believes. It doesn't matter what we believe. It's the law. It's the truth. And so there is a difference, though, when we attempt to make what God says is bad right. And that's actually when you know that we're wrapping things up. Because bad will be good and good will be bad at the end times. The Bible not only tells us what society will be like in the end times, but also gives us instructions to stay as clear of the mess as possible and that God will take care of the rest. I mean, Isaiah 5, 20 to 24 says, What sorrow for those who say that evil is good and good is evil, that dark is light and light is dark, that bitter is sweet and sweet is bitter. What sorrow for those who are wise in their own eyes and think themselves so clever. What sorrow for those who are heroes at drinking wine and boast about all the alcohol they can hold. They take bribes to let the wicked go free, and they punish the innocent. Sound familiar? There are two sets of justice. Those that are connected have one set of justice, and those who aren't have a different set of justice. I can just say Biden and Pelosi uh, and you know Trump uh, and uh, uh, lots of other names. They take bribes and let the wicked go free, and they punish the innocent. Therefore, just as fire licks up stubble and dry grass shrivels in the flame, so their roots will rot and their flowers wither. For they have rejected the law of the Lord of heaven, of heaven's armies. They have despised the word of the Holy One of Israel. And then in the New Testament, 2 Timothy 3.1 says, You should know this, Timothy, that in the last days there will be very difficult times. People will be cruel and hate what is good. They will act religious, but they will reject the power that could make them godly. Stay away from people like that. 
And so we got to realize, you know, where else are you going to go? I hear people say that all the time that these people, Christians, vote for Trump. When Jesus was walking this planet, he realized a lot of people following him just wanted a free meal. And so he said, if you want to follow me, you're going to have to eat my blood. I mean, eat my body and eat my flesh and drink my blood. And people scattered. But Peter stayed with him. The apostles stayed with him. So he said, Peter, are you going to leave me too? And Peter said, where else am I going to go, Lord? Where else are we going to go? Are we going to go to a party who mocks our God? Who thinks that what we believe is hate-filled? Who thinks if I'm a white male, every problem on this planet is my fault? Who won't allow me to pray to my God? Who won't allow me to mention my God's name? Who use my God name in vain? Whose platform I itself violates all Ten Commandments? Where else am I going to go? Merry Christmas. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No No wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, Please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Hear what this human resource manager says about the impact of Leadership Awakening on her life. With uh, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, it changed my culture to say, okay, I have to set the example. I know I am the manager, but sometimes I have failed up until now to really deliver my word. So those things change the very first day I came back. And it's just absolutely fascinating. So of course they are looking at me like, what happened to you? And on a personal point of view, so many things have happened since I got home. It's almost a miracle. It's not almost. It is a miracle. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And today, as we celebrate Christmas, we're getting real. We're getting real. We got to know the battle warriors. You know, I sent a daily scripture to uh, thousands of people. If you want to get it, you can uh, just go to wayofwarrior.blog, wayofwarrior.blog. Uh, and there you'll see it every single day. I post scripture and then I break it down uh, and I explain it to you. And I address you in three ways, as a warrior, as a leader, and as a conduit. We're supposed to be fighting the good fight. And if you don't know you're in a battle, how can you fight the good fight? We're called to be leaders. You're people either watching you and use you as an example for what they'd want to be like and follow you, or be, use you as an example of what they never want to be like and go the opposite way. And we're conduits. We're pastor agents. 
you know, there are a lot. There's only two two um, receptacles or, or two. Uh, uh, I don't even know what the word is now. Two things you can be as a leader. You can either be a conduit or you can be a cistern. A cistern holds things. It's a vase. It's a bowl. The Dead Sea, I always say, is one of the lowest places on this planet, if not the lowest place. And there's a couple of underground waterways that feed it. But nothing comes out of the Dead Sea. That's why it's dead. Are you a Dead Sea leader? People have been pouring into you, and yet, what are you doing about it? We're blessed so that we can be a blessing to other people. Abraham was blessed to be a blessing to all the world. Israel was blessed to be a blessing to others. That's why God says, if you bless Israel, I will bless you. If you curse Israel, I will curse you. Some of you need to know that book. It's very important you need to know the book. And some of you want to replace the book. There's nothing called replacement theology. The Jews have not been replaced. You need to read your book. And the Jews are separate from God right now. And God uh, is making them jealous by the time of the Gentiles. And when the time of the Gentiles is complete, where every Gentile is in, God already has them numbered, pre-selected. We've been chosen. Then he will go back and bring, bring the Jews back in the fall. What do you think the great tribulation is all about? Seven-year period of time where the church will be pulled out of here. Uh, and God will deal with his children, the Jews, and bring 144,000 of them, a remnant, back in the fold. Uh, and he will deal with the curse on planet Earth. And then at the end of that time, the church and Jesus Christ will return uh, for the second coming. It's called eschatology. That's why you're going to know your word. And don't think that the word doesn't apply anymore. Matthew 5, in the, in the Sermon on the Mount, the greatest sermon ever delivered by Jesus himself. I think it's, uh, where are we, 17. Do not think that I've come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not an iota, not a dot will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Therefore... Pay attention. Therefore, whoever relaxes one of the least of these commandments and teaches others do the same will be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. You know what? What you do in your bedroom is between you and God. What bathroom you use is between you and God. Who you share your bed with between you and God. I don't believe that I should get in the middle of your sin, just like you shouldn't get in the middle of mine. But I do know this, that God says we're all sinners. We all fall short of the glory of God. And only, only one person, is righteous, and that's Jesus Christ. And we accept the paid price of what he did, Christmas, more Christ. We accept more Christ, what he did for us. In Romans 10, 9, I think it says that if, if you believe with your mouth, if you believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and confess with your mouth that uh, he is risen, then you will be saved. Anyone who calls on the name of Jesus will be saved. That's how you get to heaven. You can't be good enough. Not, no works get you there. They're filthy rags. Now, you will get rewards based on what you've done with it. And many people will be in heaven almost smelling a little bit like smoke, but no rewards. But I would much rather be a pauper in heaven than a prince somewhere else, if you know what I mean. And so you've got to realize that what's going on right now is, is terrible. If you look at the whole impeachment thing, uh, all the Theona Hill, whatever that lady's name was, that liberal, mean, nasty person that just despised Trump, the former ambassador. They all want to tell you what was his intent of his heart. And you know who deals with the intent of the heart? Jesus. Jesus does. Right? You've heard it said uh, to those of old, you shall not murder, and whoever murders will be liable to judgment. But I say to you, everyone who is angry with his brother... That, why do you think Nancy Pelosi freaked out when she asked if she hated Trump? Because she knows enough of the word of God to know that that's, God says you're murdering somebody. Remember, Jesus said this too in the greatest sermon. He says, you've heard it that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. See, what, what Jesus did differently than, than God the Father was that he dealt with the work of the heart. See, the law was all about outward appearance. That's what the law was about. And the Ten Commandments was given to us to show us that we can't keep them. So the, the editor of Christianity Today, who talks about how many of the commandments that Donald Trump has violated, there's a verse in the Bible that says, why are you so worried about the splinter in your brother's eye when you have a plank in your own? In other words, he's saying, if you're so wrapped up and so bothered by this sin in Donald Trump, then why are you okay within yourself? 
I added the Trump part. He didn't say that part. That's what he's saying. The Ten Commandments were given to us to show us that none of us can keep them. They pointed to Jesus Christ, a Redeemer, a Messiah. Even Islam knows Jesus. Even Islam, there are 94 ayats in, in the Quran about Jesus the Messiah. Matter of fact, I believe the Quran puts Jesus on the same level as Muhammad, their prophet. It says he is a he is a, 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 a word from Allah. He is the breath of Allah. He's on a, 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 a stage or a level with Allah. I mean, Marian, the virgin birth is in the Quran. 70% of the Quran is from the Bible. Uh, the other 30%, eh, I'm not sure about. Traditions of men. No different than other similar books. Anytime you have the Bible plus another book, it's a religion. That Christianity is a relationship. God wants a relationship with us. He wanted it so bad that he came down incarnate in the form of his son, Jesus Christ, to walk with us. The word in the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God, and the word dwelt among us. That's the whole reason of Christmas, Emmanuel, God with us. We used to be with God in the Garden of Eden, and then we chose to do it our way, to pick and choose like we are today, and we got separated from God. And since that point, God has been in the business of reconciliation. That's what Easter's all about. And you know, as, as great as Christmas is, i got to be honest with you, without Easter, Christmas really doesn't have any value. I know that shocks some of you. And so you got to understand what's going on, that we're in a battle. We're in a battle. And you got to know this because, man, how can as a Christian, someone that's a truly a, a follower of Jesus Christ, vote for anybody in the Democratic Party? I just got to be honest with you. I mean, their entire platform violates the Ten Commandments boldly. Boldly. But it all goes back to Genesis 3 because people don't know the Word of God. And so I'm challenging you. You got the Internet out there. Use it. The best um, Bible study there is for, for people is Google. And they didn't mean to do it this way. Just type in your Google search in the Bible where, and then type whatever you want. Where's their talking donkey? Where's their talking eagle? Where's their floating axe head? Where, uh, you know, and it's right there. Where did this happen? And, you know, this problem goes all the way back to Genesis 3. That's where the problem started. Genesis 3, 1. Now the serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, did God actually say, you shall not eat of any tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden. But God said, you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the garden. Neither shall you touch it, lest you die. Now here's the problem. This problem today, same exact problem. We're right back in the garden. See, Eve doesn't know for sure what God said. We're never told that God spoke directly to Eve until he asked her, what have you done? Right? What have you done? She doesn't know. She heard it secondhand from Adam. Adam told her, hey, here's what God said. So she doesn't know for sure. It's hearsay. And God did not say, you cannot touch the fruit. Not at all. See, we add to what God says and we take away from what God says. And boy, that is not good. Twice in the Bible, he says, don't do that. Deuteronomy 4.2, do not add to what I command you. Do not subtract from it, but keep the commands of the Lord your God that I give you. And then the very last book, the Revelation 22.18-19, through 19, says, I warn everyone who hears the words of this prophecy of the scroll. If anyone adds anything to them, God will add to the person the plagues described in the scroll. And if anyone takes words away from the scroll of prophecy, God will take away from that person any share in the tree of life in the holy city, which are described in this scroll. So we got to be aware. And those of us that want to say, well, God didn't mean that. That's an old book. Those are fables. Boy, 1 John 1, 8 through 10 is very clear. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. Why do you think the big push for uh, gay marriage? Because the Bible is pretty clear. A man shall not lay with another man like he lays with a woman. God's unchangeable. He's immutable. He never changes. 
what is sin in the Old Testament is sin in the New Testament. The difference is we're in the state of grace right now. Where God's making the Jews jealous by bringing the Gentiles in. That is faith alone, in Christ alone, through grace alone. That's it. Nothing we can do. Our works are nothing more than a filthy rag. And this is what's going on. And so we need to realize that, yeah, our belief does affect our political views. There's, I've not seen a president in my lifetime, and maybe ever, that's done more to, to protect Christians. That's done more to recognize Israel and its rights. That does more to protect uh, the unborn. And that's done more to put conservative justice on the bench that will be there 20, 30 years. I don't like everything he does. You don't have to. But which one is close to what God's telling us? Merry Christmas. We'll be back in three minutes. God rest you, merry gentlemen. Let nothing you dismay. Remember. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is, is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Hi, this is Scott from the Kingdom Builders. I had the privilege of living in Central Asia for a number of years, and the word for roof is krisha in that country, and it has a meaning more than just the roof over your heads, but it has an understanding of physical protection. Who is your roof? Who is your protection? It also means someone watching out for you or over you. Here at the Kingdom Builders, we want to be providing a quality product, a quality roof for your family or for your business. But more important than that is to communicate that the Lord Jesus is our ultimate protection. He is the one that has paid the penalty for our sins so that we might know eternal life in him. So if we at the Kingdom Builders can provide for you a Cretia, a roof for your home, or share with you more about our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, who is our ultimate covering and protection, give us a call at 612 612- or visit us on the web at thekingdombuilders.net That's thekingdombuilders.net What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received You focus on the individual I think you kind of answered the why question whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Merry Christmas. I hope you're enjoying the reason for the season, and that is uh, our relationship with Jesus Christ. And today we've been talking about Christmas and really talking about how, uh, man, the political world, the left, people who hate God, who despise our values, those of us that follow Jesus Christ. Now, uh, Andrew Cuomo uh, talking about how could a Christian follow Trump? Christianity Today, this liberal left-wing-leaning uh, uh, magazine, which I haven't read maybe in 25, 30 years, if ever. I mean, I've scanned through it probably 25, 30 years ago. Ooh, you got to get rid of Trump. Uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And go for people who attack us, attack our God, who attack our values, 
who call us homophobic, xenophobic, uh, all that because we just believe the word of God is the word of God. And you're going to go do that because you don't like the way Trump talked to someone or Trump had this or that. Man, man, remember, it's appointed for a man to die one time and then be judged. I'd be careful of that. Because, man, if you're going to be standing in front of the beam of seat of Christ versus the white throne judgment of God, uh, boy, those are rewards. And you ain't going to get much rewards uh, thinking that way. I can tell you that right now. See, this is nothing new. You know, there's something out there called the Titler cycle. Uh, and it shows the cycle that all people go through is from bondage to bondage, all governments. And that's why America is going right back into bondage. That's what this whole thing is all about. And so we got to realize what's going on. We're being played. Matter of fact, uh, there are these group of people called the Pharisees. They're called the Pharisees. Uh, and boy, Jesus despised the Pharisees. Uh, they're Pharisees and Sadducees. They were a group of socio-political groups. Uh, just like you're seeing now, the Andrew uh, or Chris Cuomo's, the uh, 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 the Pete Buttigieg's, uh, the uh, Nancy Pelosi's, the one that want to quote scripture to you. You know what the most used verse in the English Bible by people who do not follow Jesus Christ is do not judge. And what God's talking about, he doesn't say not to have discernment. We are. But he says, don't judge the intents of someone's heart. You don't know who's his and who isn't his. Boy, but Nancy Pelosi wants to tell you. And Chris Cuomo, they don't want God to do anything else in their life, but boy, they want to use it against us. And that's why you got to know, God, when he walked amongst us as Jesus Christ, despised the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They got him killed. He attacked them constantly. Why? Because he didn't want them to mess with his power. There's this great book uh, called uh, Notes on the Story of Civilization Three: Caesar and Christ by Will Durant. But this woman... Her name is Michelle Huell. What she does is uh, she actually reads through. It's a book called Road, uh, Roadrunner Musings. It's actually a website. And she reads books and gives notes on them. And here's something she said about page 540. She said, The hope of salvation from Rome and earthly suffering through the coming of a d- divine redeemer rings through nearly all the Jewish literature of this age. A couple hundred years before Christ, but not earlier, I'd like to study some Jewish history. She says on page 545, I wrote in the margin, is this the start, uh, is the start of this why getting rid of Jesus was so urgent? Remember, they had to get rid of Jesus. It was so urgent. Just about the time Christ was born, the Jews had begun to revolt against the Roman government. Some, like the Sadducees and Pharisees, didn't want the upheaval, uh, upheaval of power. Jesus only robbed the people against the government, and they knew what would happen if there was a revolt. I can imagine most Jewish leaders not believing Jesus was the Messiah, telling the people they only were trying to protect them from slaughter by the Romans. And it makes me think about Trump and the impeachment charade. Remember, so important, so important. We had to get rid of Trump right now. Got to get rid of him now. Got to get rid of him now. He's a threat to the democracy. And then I'm not going to send in the articles right now. It's all political. And I saw something that somewhere 35, 40% of evangelicals think he should be removed from office. And who are you going to put in there? Nancy Pelosi? Pete Buttigieg? I mean, come on, people. Either you're a follower of Jesus Christ or you're not. God put Trump in power, just like God put Obama in power. And we've got so many Christians doing all this stuff, social justice and all that. There's not one place in the book of Acts or any of the other epistles where Christians got sidetracked with the issues of the day, even though their world was filled with injustices, corruption, cruelty, and evil. They always addressed those in authority with a proper respect. Look what both Peter and Paul command us in Romans 13, 1-2 and 1 Peter 2, 13-14. Keeping in mind that they were both martyred by these government authorities, they told Christians to submit. Submit. Remain, Paul used to say. Remain. Paul could have very easily debated with the greatest minds of his time about the issues of the day. Instead, he chose to preach Christ to everyone he came in contact with. The world needs to have lives transformed, not swayed. So please do not get angry as you see the blatant moral decline of our society and the unrighteous decisions of our government leaders. You may be correct with what you say or right, but what good is it if you alienate and taint your witness for Christ? Look around, my friend, for there are sinners all around us that need Christ and the simple gospel. You've got to quit being played. 
You got to know your word. Study your word. Because you got to know who you are. You got to know why you're here. You got to know whose you are. These are existential questions. And if you love the world, God says the love of Christ is not in you. The love of God's not in you. And so many of us to call ourselves Christians are out there wanting the world to like us, wanting to be popular. I mean, think about it. They killed Jesus. They spit on him. They tortured him. They abused him. And no different today than Trump. I mean, when, when Jesus was being, uh, you know, Pontius Pilate, the, the whole trial and all that, they rammed him through. They had false witnesses. It was hearsay. He never got to defend himself. He wouldn't speak up. Again, I'm not saying Donald Trump is Jesus Christ. Please don't say that. No way. He's a flawed, broken man. He's a creature like I am. He's no better than me than God's eyes and no worse than me either. And he's no worse than you. Quit judging other people. Why are you so wrapped up uh, in uh, splinter in your brother's eye, God says, when you got a plank in your own? we got to decide who we're going to be. Are you going to be famous in this world and liked in this world? And if you are, I'm going to tell you right now, you're probably not walking in step with God. God says, if you love me, this world will hate you. And so why are you working on being liked by the CNN crowd or the MSNBC crowd? Why do you think if you wear a red MAGA hat, it's okay to spit in your face and punch you around? Why do you think if you vote for Trump, you're deplorable, you're less than human, so they can attack us and destroy us? Come on, people. We've got to open our eyes. It's okay that the world doesn't like you if you're looking for Jesus Christ to lead you. One of my favorite poems, I don't know who wrote this. It's a great poem. And it shows two famous people, two people that you know very well, Jesus Christ and Alexander the Great. And it compares them side by side. And it's about making a decision. It's about deciding, are you going to vote for someone who supports what God says about pro-life, who supports what God says about the sanctity of marriage, who supports what God says about blessing Israel and you will be blessed, who supports what God says about calling out his name and not being ashamed. The Bible says if you're ashamed of Jesus Christ, then he'll be ashamed of you. If you speak up and you're proud of God, then he will be proud of you. It says in the Bible, I'm paraphrasing. So here's this poem. Jesus and Alexander died at 33. One lived and died for self. One died for you and me. The Greek died on a throne. The Jew died on a cross. One life triumph seemed. The other, a loss. One led armies forth, and the other walked alone. One shed a whole world's blood, the other gave his own. One won the world in life and lost it all in death. The other lost his life to win the whole world's faith. Jesus and Alexander died at 33. One died in Babylon and one on Calvary. One gained all for self, and one himself he gave. One conquered every throne. The other, every grave. The one made himself God. The God made himself less. The one lived but to bless. The other, but to bless. When died, the Greek forever fell his throne of swords. But Jesus died to live forever, Lord of lords. Jesus and Alexander died at 33. The Greek made all men slaves. The Jew made all men free. One built the throne on blood, the other built on love. The one was born of earth, the other from above. One won all this earth to lose all earth and heaven. The other gave up all, that all to him be given. The Greek forever died, the Jew forever lives. He loses all who get and gains all things who gives. That is so powerful. And that today is what Christmas is all about. Who's your daddy? Who are you following? Are you want to be liked by this world or liked by our Savior? You have a Merry Christmas. And remember, you are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Have a Merry Christmas. God rest you, merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's power. 
Santa, Santa, something terrible is happening. Ho, 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 Rudolph, calm down. Tell me what's going on. I just overheard Mrs. Claus talking. Yes? She said that she's getting a new Santa. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Rudolph, I know all about it. Mrs. Claus is getting a new Santa Fe from Invergrove Hyundai. What's a Santa Fe? The Santa Fe is Hyundai's most advanced SUV. Jam-packed with safety and technology features. And its spacious five-passenger interior is like the Claus family room on wheels. Does this mean we won't have to take her in the sleigh to Pilates class every Tuesday? That's right. Ho, ho, ho. Every new Hyundai like the Santa Fe comes with America's best warranty. 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain and Hyundai Assurance. You deserve a great car buying experience, and that's what you'll get at Invergrove Hyundai. Online at InvergroveHyundai.com. InvergroveHyundai.com. And they're reindeer recommended. Ringing.